This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back. Tobin, Leroy, and Beast here with you on The Ticket. Yep. We'll dive back yeah. into the Dolphins in a bit. But I want to spend some time on the fight this past weekend. Canelo versus Triple G. Great Shen- fight. How did you score the fight? Shenanigans. I had it even, actually. I, I, had d- it I saw even. your tweet. Yeah. I had it 114 apiece. Um, but as I was explaining this yesterday on, on Fighters Fury, I, um, if you had, if you lent, uh, triple G seven, five, eight, four, I could see it. Like, I think I, you know, I, I know, I know one of the early rounds I was very pro Canelo as far as how he's coming out. Um, and, and I think I was kind of getting into the rally of Canelo late. So I totally can see people who picked triple G winning that fight, but I ended up even on the scorecards. Uh, but uh, you can't be that far but, off. But ten two, I don't know what the hell is going on, man. We'll go to the Ryan Fields and downstairs convenience stores guest line. Truly steps beyond convenient. They will find the great Antonio Tarver. Always enjoy talking fights with Antonio. Thanks for joining us, man. Really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me back, man. I appreciate it. So Antonio, how did we'll, we'll we'll go with Leroy's question? How did you see the fight? What did you? How did you score it? Did you see it leaning towards Triple G? Did you see it a draw? What did you? What did you think of the action before we get to the terrible judging? Yeah, yeah, I definitely had Triple G winning, uh, entertaining, competitive fight. But I, I thought he definitely won uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt if you're judging on, you know, the criteria of boxing, you know, aggressive boxing, uh, ring generalship. And- it was Ship. Ship Robbie. Go ahead. Go, ahead. Go ahead, Antonio. Yeah, yeah. So if you're judging on on those criteria, then you got to give the guy that was dominant when it came to the aggression. He pushed the fight. I mean, if he didn't go forward, what what do you think Canelo would have did? I don't think he would have came forward. So the guy was in retreat most of the fight, and it's different than boxing and taking angles and then you know having your guy you know run him into shots when you're taking angles and you're moving around. But when you're in constant retreat. That's not winning around. That's not, you know, you don't suppose to box with your back against the ropes, you know, the majority of the fight. So on aggression and, and, and uh, I think power punching, I think you got to lean toward GGG. And, you know, I think the bad judge, you know, one, one uh, referee's, you know, part, I mean, judge's part, really overshadowed the brilliance and the beauty of the fight itself. Yeah. And, and I, and I think that's the sour taste that I think most people pundits are feeling right now. Uh, Antonio, let me ask you this question because I'm just, uh, when it comes to, I'm just a general sport fan. I love all sports. If it's a big fight, I'll tune in. I'll get caught up in, in the big stuff. But when you have a decision like this and there's outrage over a judge's decision and it has a lot of people outside the sport of boxing saying, this is why I don't like, this is why I don't watch boxing. This is this, this, this ruins it for me. What do you say to the detractors who keep pointing to things like this? I mean, it's more to boxing than just one night, one bad night of scoring. I mean, you can't, you know, you know, of course one apple ruins the whole bunch, but I mean, boxing is going to stand because, you know, it, 
even that fight, you know, if, if there is a rematch, the only thing that really hurts me when you look at it is the things that this draw, you know, the difference that this draw has made. When you look at the fact that if GGG was awarded this fight, where would his market go? Yeah, where it would be huge. brand go? It would go to the roof over with the, with the, a credible win over a guy like Canelo. And, you know, and, and Canelo being a young star, he'll be able to bounce back from that and, and, and become a bigger star eventually. But the fact of the matter is that now when you talk about boxing, everything is about leverage. When you come to the negotiation table, it's about leverage. Now, if that fight would if the rematch was going to happen anyway, and GGG was fairly awarded the decision, he would come back to the table with all the leverage. Yeah. And then De- Delahoy would have to, you know, concede some of those luxuries because he's coming in as the challenger. And I didn't like the way the fight started off in the first place because protocol is, and it's been protocol for a hundred years in boxing, that the champion walks last and announces last. That's his right as a champion. And for them to disrespect GGG from the onset and allow that man who's an undisputed unified champion to walk first to give Canelo some false sense of you know, privilege, it was totally disrespectful. I didn't like the way the fight started. Because if it's good enough for Ali, if it's good enough for Sugar Ray Leonard and Mike Tyson and other, all the other great champions before us, then it's damn well good, excuse me, it's well enough good enough for Canelo. And that's what's wrong. These guys are privileged when they're on the way up. And they expect things like this, luxuries. They don't know what it is to get in there and take what's yours and fight for what's yours. Well, Win, lose, or draw. Antonio, let me ask you this. So when you are in that situation and you feel like you got you 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 have a judge and you, you have the scorecard read and you're in there and you'd think there's no way in hell that somebody saw the fight that could possibly see that fight that way that's near the sport what goes through your head like do you think when these things happen do are we to think it's corruption are we think are we, or are we to think it's incompetence it's in, if, you know it has to be incompetence and it has to be the fact that this this person is not fair she's not fair because if she was fair and honest she couldn't re- she couldn't have recorded a 118 110 so it's impossible. So then what do you think? It has to be corruption, some form of fashion. And that's the part that can't be tolerated. And the sad part is that she'll be judging somewhere again. And that's the sad part about this whole scenario. That she should be investigated. And she should never be allowed to box a championship fight again. Because it, does, it doesn't take – it's not that hard to find someone that understands – the details about boxing scoring. All you need is a fair and an honest person, and they can get it right every time. It's well said. It's well said, Antonio. Hey, Tam, how'd you make it through the storm? Did you stay in Florida, or did you go out to... Uh... Uh, man, I'm going to tell you, Leroy, I had too much respect for Irma. After I, Irma, <laughs> after I saw all the footages from uh, those islands, I got the heck out of Florida, man. <laughs> yeah, good move. Good move, yeah. Yeah, I was without power until Thursday. We couldn't even get out to the fight. We were supposed to go out man, to the fight. We couldn't get out there. Yeah. See, now, if you'd have let me know, I could have flew to Vegas, took care of those tickets for y'all, and I could have reported that. I could have reported that. That's true. We should have had a stand-in. Hey, I'll, I'll let you know next time. We can't make it.
Antonio, before we get you out of here, these guys rematch in May. Uh, how do you see it going yeah, down? Say that again? It's before, uh, before I let you out of here. These guys rematch in May. How do you see it going down? You know what? It's, it's going to be a close fight. But I'm going to tell you, to, to, to Canelo's credit, I think that he hurt. I think that he got uh, GGG's attention early in that fight because I didn't like the way, uh, you know, GGG's body language, he was – in there flinching. He wasn't – he didn't commit to his shots the whole night. Didn't go to the and body. It was go, weird, right? He didn't go to the body at all. If you go back and look at it, all of GGG fights, he's a, he's a monster to the body. And taking the strength and the energy for, from Canelo would have been the game plan early on. He should have attacked the body early. And now to GGG credit, he did push the fight. But that fight is pretty much a pick and fight. I can see where both fighters can make adjustments to give themselves a better chance of winning that fight. If Canelo would have stood his ground more so than just backing up and retreating, I think it could have been a different fight. He probably had a better chance of hurting GGG than I think GGG had of hurting him. Because I think when you look at the best shots landed that night, you had to give the edge to Canelo. But he just didn't land enough, and I think the way he fought was the wrong plan, the wrong game plan. I think he should have just stood his ground, and took lateral movements, and he could have been a, could have served himself a lot better. But I'm looking forward to the rematch. You get some credible judges in there, and maybe the right guy will be awarded the victory the second time around. Antonio, thanks for the time, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Antonio. Hey, always a pleasure, man. How your golf game looking, Leroy? I got I to gotta put them sticks together on you. Hey, <laughs> we're, we're, hey whenever, whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. Right. We, we, we get it done. Hey, as long as you got my strokes in the bag, we good, brother. We Anytime. Anytime. All right, my man. All right. Y'all take care. Thanks for having me. All right. That's the grand Antonio Tarver. What do you, you have? I'm a light heavyweight champion of the world. Shots. I got to give him shots. Oh. Yeah. You got to, well, you, you know, listen, yeah. you're you're much more polished then. How is he on yeah. the course? He can play. He can, he can play. play a little bit. He, uh, now, the funny thing about playing with Ted, and this will always be, like, he treats everything like his boxing. So he talking trash. Even though we looking for his bow. <laughs> right? So, 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 so everybody start talking trash back to it. Right. What you gonna do now, champ? You're balling the water. So it's it's hilarious. It's fun, man. It's fun. But he can, he can play. He's a lefty. So he, he can play and, and you have some fun. We, we get out there. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.